is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. My wife turned me on to this, and by turn me on, forced me to hit repeat and replay it multiple times while we were out shopping this weekend. Our guy Chill Phil loves it. It's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't. I don't. I don't mind it. How many people do we have in here today? We got a three-man crew going on here. Jeez, they weren't kidding when they said I had all these producers at the uh, Christmas party. Hey, every around every joke is rooted in a little truth, right? No, there's always truth in something. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, so we are uh, ready for a fully loaded show today. Uh, we're going to uh, – do we have to talk Panthers, Ben? Do we have to? Oh, I guess we got to. You know, we get Zoki on, and Zoke's a good sport about this, but jeez Louise. I just – I mean, I, voluntarily, I'm not watching that. It's yeah, hideous. Just look at the whole kicking deal before the game. Just looking at well, that unfold on Twitter that actually, was enough well, that for me actually to say was no. that actually was interesting. That was something interesting because there isn't a whole lot else interesting about this team right now. Oh yeah. Other oh, than boy. Matt Rule wants to wants to throw uh, Cam Newton under the bus like he did right here. That's just an error uh, by the quarterback. That should be a, a handoff first down, or he pulls the ball. There's one, only one guy over there, so just a poor execution, but it was the right play call by Jeff. I mean, it's going to be a it's going to be a first down. That's Matt Rule slamming Cam Newton on a fourth down and short play. That's one game. way to lose a locker room. Well, look, I've said it all along. He wanted no parts of Cam Newton. Matt Rule wanted, when he got there, he wanted no parts. And look, you know it's serious now because our friends in the Triangle Sports Media, Ben, you know what they're doing today? Are they explaining Killing. why it's not Cam's fault? The, the opposite. They're all over Cam Newton. Ah, that's surprising. Consider the Triangle Sports Media has turned on Cam Newton. I mean, he was, he was terrible. Well, he's been terrible. Awful. He's been awful. But, I mean, he's just, he's really awful. He's bad. Um, they blame it on the offensive line all you want, but I mean, just look at the. Throws. Oh, they're bad too. When he has time, yeah. They, I mean, they're bad, no doubt about it. They're bad, but when he has time, just look at the throws. I mean, yeah. just look with your eyes. Put everything aside. He's not a good quarterback anymore. 
He has no place being a starter in this league anymore. He's done. I you said that two years ago that he's done. You know, you know who this has opened the door for, don't you? Sammy Sam Darnold to return. Uh, now we got to look forward to Sam Darnold. Hey, wait a minute. All right, let's take the temperature of the room here. Uh, who do you want? Who would you rather start next week? Level playing field. I mean, just all things being equal. Who gives this team a better chance to win right now? Cam or Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, Ben? Uh, I would say Sam Darnold. Okay. Chill? Sam Darnold for sure. Okay. Oh, that that's chill. Okay. And then, Ref, what do you say? As much as I dislike Cam, Sam Darnold's horrible, I'd take Cam. <laughs> <laughs> so the Ref is a, is a Camthers fan all of a sudden. The way I see it, though, is Sam Darnold this year's least had good games. Like, I... Can you can maybe oh, argue yeah, there he, was one yeah. good Cam game, and it's arguable that it was a good game by Cam. Right, wasn't great, but it was okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was it was fine. Was it great? I will say, I will acknowledge Cam Newton is a guy that people, your fellow teammates, want to play for. I mean, for whatever that's worth. Well, we could debate whether Cam's done. He spent. Could he be effective in the right situation as more of a game manager, running option? I, I, it just goes back to that cut I played a moment ago. Matt Rule wants nothing to do with Cam Newton, and that has been the – that isn't, isn't even from when he came on this season. That's from even last year when he got there. You could tell Matt Rule wanted no part of Cam Newton. And so that's the, that's the bad marriage. So the question is going to be, in, in an offseason that's going to contain Lord knows how many for the Panthers, do you stick with Matt Rule and Sam Darnold for at least one more year? If you really feel like Cam has shown you enough and the locker room is behind him and maybe not behind Darnold, do you keep Cam in, in place and figure out what you're going to do with Darnold and... Go get somebody who's going to structure an offense that will take advantage of whatever it is that Cam brings to the table. And what are you going to do with Christian McCann? There's just too many questions right now. Unless you have an offensive line, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you have back there. That's quite obvious. So we'll get into that. I thought it was a good weekend, boys, because the Tar Heels got the dog walked on them out in Vegas. Boy, that is not going well right now, is it? Boy, yeah. Uh, that, that's that been a program on the downtick here for the last few years i mean that is probably the least inspired effort from a unc team i've ever seen that was tough to watch roy got out while he could philip argues that the doherty days were were worse no they were pretty bad but i you know doherty nobody likes to talk this little secret but doherty is the guy that recruited all those people on roy's first championship team Dirty little secret nobody likes to acknowledge at Chapel Hill. That and sham classes. They don't like to acknowledge those dirty little secrets. But that is, gracious sakes, that was that was bad. And it wasn't like this is some amazing Kentucky team. They're good, don't get me wrong, but this was not like this was some amazing shoe in to go to the Final Four Kentucky team because it was not. 
Uh, and then I say an, another pretty good weekend because App State also got the uh, dog walked on them in the bowl game that, that they played in. That Western Kentucky quarterback's a real deal. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah. I think he almost had 6,000 passing yards this year, broke uh, Joe Burrow's touchdowns record. I mean, I mean that kid, that kid's legit, is he not? Yeah, big time. I mean, I think he's he's pretty good. I don't know if he'll get a shot pro-wise outside of maybe undrafted practice squad spot, but nonetheless, I think he's legit. Uh, is it Zap? Is that how it's pronounced? Yep. How tall is he? That would really what I think it depends on, isn't it? What are the measurables? I'm looking out six one. Eh. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. He he might. He'll get a look. I thought he was he was what what I saw of it. He was impressive. And then you just laid out his season. So it's always good when kind of the the bubble gets burst a little bit on our friends in powder blue, and then the people up over on the mountain or whatever the hell they say. It's always fun when that. Uh, Bubble gets a little burst in football. They did not look good. And that's a veteran group that's going out in a bad way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they just signed their coach to what? Through 2025, a mega extension. So Well, they want to make sure they have a coach. Yeah. They usually they usually they have a keep coach for, for long. about a year. No. Who no. wants to stay in Boone? Good question, Ben. Good question. Uh, pirate basketball at a bizarre time of noon tomorrow. Now, it's part of a doubleheader, but yeah, strange time to be playing. And, and maybe I'm just, you know, I have that old-fashioned Eastern Carolina, perhaps Midwestern uh, work ethic because, you know, I'm working a lot here yep. the next two weeks. And I just assumed a lot of people would work at least through tomorrow or Wednesday before taking off the last week and a half of the year. That's that's how kind of I would do it if I were at a normal it seems like it gets longer and longer uh, every year when it comes to people taking vacation before Christmas. Well, no, I, there were so many people out today just going nowhere. Yeah. Just doing nothing. People out. Must be ridiculous. nice. That's absurd. So maybe there will be a big crowd there tomorrow. I just I thought Tuesday at noon was a tough spot to have a game in. But we'll see. Okay. We'll see if that Liberty performance uh, detracted some people. Uh Scared some people off. Well, uh, you know, there's two things I say about ECU basketball. Uh, it needs to. St- we need to start kind of treating it as if you know it's just oh we're gonna pat it on the head. Oh, there you go, Atta. You guys did good, Atta boy. We gotta start taking it seriously. But that goes from the administration to fan base. I mean, it goes to a lot of different places. And the other. Part of that is too many people say, oh, here we go. Here we go again. I mean, look at the three teams they lost to. Oklahoma's probably a top 25 team, although I don't think they're in the top 25. No. Davidson is uh, a really good program with a pretty good team, but a really good program with a really good Hall of Fame-worthy head coach. And Liberty is, based on the last handful of years, one of the best programs in the country. I mean, they were leaving here going to play in a, a tournament against some pretty good competition out of in Hawaii. And I, and I can tell you this, they weren't connecting out of Charlotte. They were probably flying charter jet out there 
because they operate like a major program. So you're saying they actually invest in their basketball program. I'm saying that they operate like a major, high major basketball program, yes, because they have the money to do so. And you see what they do. They win their league. They'll be in the NCAA tournament. You watch. They'll win the Atlantic Sun, even though this isn't one of their great teams. They'll still win the Atlantic Sun and be in the NCAA tournament. Uh, NC State has avoided a postseason ban. This was the investigation into Dennis Smith Jr.'s recruiting. Uh, NC State with a $5,000 fine. They'll have one scholarship reduction for next season. And then there's show cause for Mark Godfrey and then a six-year show cause for Orlando early. Gottman's done, though. Nobody's going to do a show cause for a year to hire that guy. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Probably not, though. Probably not. So that's the. Uh, those are some of the uh, the latest and the greatest. Let's grab a break. We'll come back. We'll get Zoki on. Uh, let's do a family four-pack of tickets. You want to do that? Let's do it. We can actually give away six. We can? Yeah. All right, well, let's let's hang on to a pair. And if we have uh, somebody call in, well, we got to get the Zoke. So call in now. We'll do a family four-pack right now. If you talk Ben into the six, if you want to take your neighbor's kids, that's up to you. 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. Four-pack of tickets for the game tomorrow. ECU and... Southern Miss at noon at uh, Minji's Coliseum, Williams Arena, Minji's Coliseum. 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. That and a visit with Jim Zoki on the other side uh, here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Yeah. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. Here's an update from Pair Custom Boats in Washington, North Carolina. The four models have been sold and transported as far north to Maine, all the way south to Miami, and they're even shipping one overseas 10,000 miles to Singapore in 2022. What sets Pair Marine apart from other boat manufacturers? Having customers able to walk the facility, walk through their boat bill with Brian and Paige to personally show where they want their rod holders placed, measure heights of tops, choose their color of upholstery, meet with the riggers for their custom placement of electronics, and take their first boat ride with Brian Pear to demonstrate all of their custom options. Pear also has some exciting news they're going to be announcing in the first quarter of 2022. Pear Marine would also like to thank everyone who's made 2021 such a success. Check out the website at pearmarine.com or call 252-717-7009. Stay tuned for the big announcement in 2022, and happy holidays from everyone at Paramarine. I'm in the studio with my friend Sproul Alexander, who is the Senior Vice President for Town Insurance. And Sproul, people keep coming to Town Insurance. Tell us why. Henry, it's really simple. It's because of our insurance knowledge, our product choices, our ability to service our clients, and our community involvement. That's true. We see town insurance everywhere. But now let's talk about the choices. What kind of choices are there? What kind of insurance do you handle for people? Our choices are endless. No matter what kind of insurance that you may need, we can handle it for you. And we're talking about business. We're talking about health insurance. We're talking about home and auto, the whole gamut. Yes, sir. All right. So, folks, come to town. That's town insurance. And uh, tell us the telephone number they can reach you. 252-756-8300. And the website? Towninsurance.com. Town with an E. Got to put that E on the town. Folks, now is the time to come to town. 
Town Insurance. Hey, I want to tell you about Wilson Roads Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rhodes, an authorized train dealer specializing in new installations, home replacements, service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for simple financing options that are just a few clicks away. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes, you'll be comfortable in no time in green. It's going to change, I promise you. As I stand here, it will change. Okay, and when it does, that stadium is going to be rocking. Power fans, this is head football coach Mike Houston. The Pirates are headed back to a bowl game for the first time since 2014. We want you to share this experience with us. Join us on December the 27th as we take on Boston College in the Military Bowl in Annapolis, Maryland. Get your tickets today at ecupirates.com. Go Pirates. And I can promise you, there will be no quarter, ever. Podcasts about the Pirates and Panthers are available. Sorry about that, I screwed it up. Let me do it again. Podcasts about the Pirates and Panthers available now online at the all-new 943thegame.com. And now, back to the P-Man, the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. All right, welcome back in. Panther Talk tonight over on 103.7 WTIB. 7 o'clock, Joe Dooley radio show from Logan's Roadhouse. Coming your way at the top of the hour. Uh, Jim Zoki, Panthers Radio Network. You'll hear him tonight. You heard him yesterday up in uh, balmy Buffalo. Zoke, what, t- what was the temp when you all took off from Charlotte Saturday? I just got him. He's about to go on a second. Oh, okay. Well, I have Zoke yet. My bad. I thought you said we did. I'm vamping. I'm va- Oh, there he is. Jim Zoki popped up on my screen. Zoke, what was the temp when you all left Charlotte? <laughs> you there, no, no, I can't Zoke? Hear you. What's going on? <laughs> I said, what was the uh, temp when you all left Charlotte on Saturday? Uh, what was the temperature? Um, yeah, in Charlotte. Uh, it was probably 60s, 60-ish. Okay. All right. How What was it when you landed in Buffalo? Zero. That was like a okay. 34, maybe. <laughs> it was okay. raining. It right. wasn't snowing, so it was above 32. Right. So, that hey, you at least had that going for you. Cold rain. When you get off That's the bird right. and it's cold rain, you got to think to yourself, oh, this is going to be a tough trip. It's not even cold enough to snow here. It's just a miserable cold rain. There's nothing more miserable than cold rain. Well, Patrick, you're talking to someone who spent their first 20-something years growing up in Cleveland and Ohio. So, you know, that's that's Fourth of July weather for us. I'm kind of used to it. I don't miss it, uh, but uh, definitely got used to it. Well, the snow is one thing. The snow is fun. Cold rain's miserable. You can't do anything in cold rain. I'm not going to argue with that. That's a hot take that I'm not going to disagree with. (laughs) I take. 
Uh, did you get a chance to work out as a kicker? Did they give you a little little try yesterday? Yeah, I would have. I had to host a pregame show, and I, you know, I was ah. trying to find some kind of remote uh, talking ability where I could go out there and practice kicking uh, while doing the pregame show. But then taught, you know, the game was getting ready to start. Just a lot of things were going on at the same time. Uh, well, yeah, obviously, kind of like this show right now. A lot of things are happening all at one time. So, uh, look, it <laughs> exactly. took our Christmas party. It took our Christmas party for me to realize how big our staff is. We supposedly have like eight or nine producers on this show. You think it'd be better? Wait, you guys but, had a uh, Christmas party? <laughs> yeah, our company had a Christmas party. Like party. Three years. <laughs> yeah, no, our our company had a Christmas party Thursday. We were outdoors. Yeah, most of it. Yeah, it was pretty okay. good. It was pretty good. Yeah, I've not had a, a work a Christmas party in several years now. But mostly work parties are like me and Sandra walk down to the kitchen from upstairs from our offices and, and uh, <laughs> have a coffee together. <laughs> I, I was never big party. on going. Yeah, I would never go to the office party. Now, this one I will with this company, but a lot of them I wouldn't go to. Because they would either have them on weird nights or they'd have, they'd have a luncheon. And you know, then you got to then you got to sit with everybody in the company, and I just uh, that, well, you're right. I, they, get, I, they get those restaurant discounts, like the, the, the some sponsored restaurant will give you the place to get Tuesday at three thirty because no one else is in there anyways, and they'll let you have it for half price. Yeah, and that's I mean, who wants that? All right, we're just we're putting off the inevitable and talking about how how dismal of a performance this was yesterday. Um, oh, the weather still? Or are we talk about the game? Let's go to the game. Let's get into that. That, that was okay. perform. That was a dismal performance uh, as, as well. You know, the issue yesterday was again just the offensive line. I mean, it, it just it it. Look, I, we all kind of maybe know that Cam has limitations. He may be uh, he may be spent as far as you know a guy that can play uh, seventeen games at a high level as a starter in the league. Uh, but it, it doesn't help that he had uh, defenders in his face virtually all day yesterday. I mean, it's tough. I mean, you can see he still is one of the best running quarterbacks in the league. We probably had the two best ones in the league in, in the game yesterday, but Josh Allen with that foot wasn't having anything to do with running the football yesterday. Um, so he gives you, I mean, ran the ball 15 times for 71 yards and a touchdown. But yeah, throwing the ball, offensive line's not great. He's not as uh, strong armed or uh, as fine tuned as he was earlier in his career for a variety of reasons, whether it's He's been here for a month or just, you know, the shoulder surgery, things like that in the past, all adding up. So it, it's not awful, but it's, it's just not crisp. And the, the, the thing is with him and really all three quarterbacks, Darnold and P.J. Walker throughout the year, they've all had their good moments. They've all had their not really good moments. And it's just there's just no consistency to it. You see flashes. You see a play here and there. And then, you know, D.J. Moore breaks on a go route and Cam can't get the football out there. Man, it's the kind of stuff if you're going to beat the Buffalo Bills on their home field you got to capture those moments, and they just weren't able to do that. Or, you know, Brian Burns trying to scoop up a fumble. you got to at least recover it, if not pick it up and score for it. And they would right, take those right. kind of efforts to, to win the game yesterday. Well, look, I think that would have been a little bit of a tough putt unless they were just playing lights out. And even if they were, I mean, this is kind of – I think in some ways you could see both these teams being in a position with, you know – Inverse, uh, you know, like on the top end of average for the Panthers, and maybe you know the the lower end of average for the uh, for the Bills, and that's it's the opposite of that. You know, the Bills are are a, a pretty good average football team. The Panthers are a uh, increasingly getting worse below average football uh, team. But I could see that totally being flipped. 
Uh, with that said, uh, I think having to go for it on fourth down as many times as they did and try a pair of two-point tries, that obviously, I mean, maybe they turned the game plan on its head a bit, but the Zane Gonzalez injury could have, uh, the timing of it couldn't have really been any worse. Yeah, it probably didn't, as you said, probably didn't change the outcome, but it just makes the odds longer and more difficult at times where you might have tried to get three. You're, you're, you're trying to extend a drive on fourth down. I, I think they were one out of five on fourth down yesterday. So it's tough. And, of course, the other team knows you're going for it. It's not like you're going to catch them off guard like you normally would by going for it on fourth down. So, yeah, that's difficult. I've never seen that as kind of odd. We've had um, – Kickers leave during games, so as far as pregame warm-ups, the kicker, <laughs> and then have a, have, a, have a fun pass and kick audition of, okay, who here has ever kicked a football? Zilstra, you try it. You know, Reggie Bonathan, <laughs> nah, that's no good. Let's try to get Zilstra back in here. So it was just the, the oddest thing to sit there during the pregame show and watching these guys wearing 16, 39, and 49 lining up and taking turns kicking squib kicks to see who could kick off. And I think P.J. Walker tried to kick a field goal and that didn't go very well and so they just said well we're not going to kick any field goals today mm. uh defense uh leaked some oil at times but i mean you know i think by and large all things considered uh did what they could yesterday yeah they've been um you know they've been the stars of the team for most of the season but but so much is asked of them that uh, you know you can only hang in there for so long and again when you go for it on fourth and one and you don't get it, the other team gets the ball to 50, you know, that's those, those kind of things bite you with field position. So you could have made the argument that you, you play field position and just punt the ball and, and not go for some of those just to, you know, try to hang on to the fourth quarter, see if you can pull one out at the end. But there was really, you know, it was it was a mixed bag of, you know, things to try in the tough circumstances. And as you were kind of alluding to, even if we're like close to fully healthy, I mean, the Bills are the Bills. Uh, you know, every about once a, uh, out of the schedule of every weekend's games, you get a Buffalo beating Arizona or something happening like that. Maybe every other week, but it's those were long odds. I think the Panthers were double-digit underdogs, maybe twelve points or something like that in that game yesterday. Yeah. All right. Uh, the ref Philip Pilkington is in today uh, to 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 fire a question or two at you, Pilk. Yeah. So Jim, obviously we know who the number one and number two receivers are on this team, but. Uh, it seems like Terrence Marshall, I mean, they took him more the day two pick, and you haven't really seen him in the game. I know he was injured there for a while. He had that concussion because, you know, Sammy D got him killed. But then also a guy like Willie Sneed, I feel like with our lack of quarterback play, could, you know, he's a guy you can get the ball in his hands in the flats, and then he can do things, make plays with the ball in his hands. He really only, I think, played one play yesterday. He ran a really good seam route, and Cam obviously missed him. Uh, what are you seeing in that receiver room kind of once you get past DJ and uh, Robbie there, in, you know, moving forward? Um, yeah, he may need to just activate it. I mean, Zilstra's been around. He's pretty solid. So I think, you know, Brandon Zilstra is someone they've got confidence in. He's been around the past two years. So he might be the next guy. And the thing you got to throw into the whole equation here is, like, it's not like we're dipping up the pie of 350 receiving yards. It's more like dipping up the pie of 150 receiving yards. So it's like nobody's going to come out with, you know, 140 of those. So it's uh, it's just not going to be big numbers for anybody with the way this team is. I uh, once they were 28th in passing offense heading into this past game, I'm sure we didn't improve upon it in this last game. So we're we're just not a great throwing team, and really most of our running yesterday came from Cam Newton, the quarterback. So it's just been really a struggle, uh, especially over the last month or so, trying to get some offense generated. 
Now, one guy they did use a lot was Amir Abdullah. I've loved that they've kind of used him as that scat back because Chuba has got bricks for hands. So it's good that he has kind of stepped into that role with McCaffrey being out. Do you see them keeping him in the future? Because, I mean, he was a solid running back, I thought, in Detroit. I mean, not that he's going to be your number one, but do you think this is a guy who could be on this team for the next three to four years as a, a number two, number three running back? I mean, he could be. I mean, he's bounced around. We got him from the Vikings in between, and uh, is good in that he could do special teams. And anytime you're a backup non-starter, you're, you've got to be able to do special teams to last on the roster. So because he provides that ability to do kick returning, in addition to uh, kind of duplicating some of the skill set of Christian McCaffrey in terms of catching the ball, being able to run between the tackles even though he's smaller, um, yeah, I think he's a guy that can certainly be part of the equation moving forward. All right, we got uh, Jim Zoki with us here. Uh, door seems like it's open for Sam Darnold to uh, perhaps start. Do, do, how do you see that? That is, um, at this moment, a complete medical question. I mean, he's not gotten to the point where he's able to really practice. He just did some throwing last week, so he's yet to take any kind of contact in practice or anything. So uh, not knowing where he is as far as being fully cleared, returning from his shoulder issues is kind of, you know, going to answer that more. That's the first one that has to happen. And then it's a matter of, you know, where is he now that he's been out for six, seven weeks? You know, once he comes back and he is, if he is medically cleared over the next three weeks, you know, where is he at that point of his recovery um, in terms of just timing and being up to full health uh, of being able to throw a football and, and lead a team for four quarters. So a little bit of a mystery, I guess. And uh, Coach Rule had his presser at noon today on Zoom and said he would find out more later today, so he probably knows something by now. But uh, we might get a little bit more information on Panther Talk. Um, but typically, as far as injury stuff, they, they tend to hold back on that stuff till Wednesday. Panther Talk, which you can hear tonight at 7 on Talk 103.7 WTIB. Zoke will have all the scoop for you that is going on. The home finale on Sunday, and you can uh, hear that on uh, Talk 103.7 WTIB. The Bucks. And the Panthers as Brady comes to Charlotte. And uh, we'll see what ends up happening right there. Bucks have yeah. uh, yep. been been on a little bit of a struggle here the last couple of weeks. Lucky to get a win a couple of weeks ago. And then Tom Brady came unglued yesterday, apparently, or last night. Yeah, he was, throw, he was throwing things. So um, that'd be great if we could get him have a temper tantrum here. And they will not have Chris Godwin, sorry to say, for the yeah, Godwin, uh, torn ACL, he's out for the year. And yeah. then uh, Mike yeah. Evans uh, may or may not play with a hamstring injury, their other top receiver, so they could still be shorthanded as they were. We'll see about Leonard Fournette uh, from the Saints game last night. Yeah, they are a little begged up. They are a little we don't feel sorry for anybody that. here at the Carolina Panthers. No, I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, who cares if they are, but they are a little banged up, yeah. All right, uh, Zoke. Thanks for taking a few minutes. Uh, and, uh, hey, we've got the bowl game next Monday. So I'll get with you. We'll figure out another uh, day maybe if you if you want to uh, come back on, which we love having you on. So I hope you will. We'll figure out another I'll day to get you on your, if that's Yeah, okay. I'll work around your schedule, Myrtle Beach Bowl, whatever's happening in your life. I'll work around whatever's going on. It's the mili- I'll have you know, sir, it's the Military Bowl, not the uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl. I'll I know. Today was the Myrtle Beach Bowl. But yes. Bowl. Yes. Any bowl is Patrick a great Johnson bowl around bowl. here. Jimmy Kimball got a bowl. Patrick Johnson deserves a, a name bowl. Yeah, why don't they go the Zoke Bowl out there instead of the Duke's Mayo Bowl? Why not the, the Jim Zoki Bowl? I think that'd be something. 
Give BT no, to step off to that. step their I game mean, you up. Could, you can pick another bowl, but the Duke's Mayo Bowl that's a, that's already an instant classic. So you know maybe oh, maybe one of these like, like rename the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl the Jimmy Zoki Bowl or something, but not not the Duke's <laughs> Mayo Bowl. Jimmy Zoki, doesn't that isn't that a name? Yeah, now Good I feel grief. like my parents are talking to me. Yeah. I bet you do. I bet you do. All right. Uh, hey, good to talk to you. Uh, have a Merry Christmas, too. I, I guess that's right around the corner here. So big happenings in the Zoak House on uh, on Christmas, I'm sure. So It is. Looking forward to it. Hope you guys all have a Merry Christmas as well. And we'll catch up whenever Patrick tells me we'll catch up next week. We'll catch up. I think, uh, Pilk, you going to the game Sunday? Is that the yeah, plan? Yeah, I'll be there. All right. Well, look out for him, Zoak. Look out for the ref, Philip Pilkington. You know, man, this is the biggest thing that's happened to show us since uh, uh, big big baby Ben B came down here and uh, went to the Panther game. <laughs> well, ref was in part of his entourage then. Now the ref's the lead dog in this uh, trip. Now he's the headliner. So. He's the headliner. He is. He's the headliner. He's worked his way up. All right. Thank you, uh, Zoke. Good to talk to you. All right. See you. All right. There he goes. Jim Zoki. Is he shopping? You guys get the feeling he was maybe in a department store shopping? Is that what happened? Um, maybe there? so. It was a little last-minute shopping. That could be stressful, as as well as talking about these Carolina Panthers. I mean, maybe it wasn't a good mixture there. No. Uh, Mack and Winterville was our winner. Is that right? Our guy, Mac Hodges. Uh, uh, oh, is it Mac Hodges? Okay, good for Mac. Mac won the basketball tickets. Do we? Did we give them all six, or what are we doing here? We could slide. We have a couple more. To get, yeah, we could slide. We have a couple six more to get away. Yeah. All right, we'll just slide six as well. Mac, be ready. To we got plenty of them. We can give more away today if we wanted to. Uh, I, I don't know if we'll have time, uh, unless you want to come back to me after the update, and we'll, we'll give it a go then. You want to do that? Uh, yeah, we can do that. All right, who's doing the update? That's the big question. I'm doing there's it. Like nine, you're do, oh, okay. Oh, pardon me. Pardon me, Mr. Amazing Spider-Man. All right, here is uh, Ben Byram, and then uh, Ben will kick it back to me, and we'll give you another chance to win tickets. So here's uh, Ben right now with an update. Thanks, Patrick. We start with what's happening around Pirate Nation with a little ECU baseball news. We're getting into preseason poll season, and Pirate Baseball has already gotten some national acclaim as they've officially been ranked eighth in the nation in the collegiate baseball preseason poll. Live bowl game action currently underway from the Myrtle Beach Bowl as Tulsa is taking on Old Dominion. Tulsa leads 23-10 with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. Josh Johnson for Tulsa. The receivers having a monster day. He has eight receptions for 129 yards and a touchdown. Meanwhile, we also have some NFL action underway as the Cleveland Browns host the Oakland Raiders. Baker Mayfield out, Case Keenum out, Nick Mullins in. Not looking too great. Derek Carr, near perfect so far. He's six for six and has 82 passing yards and a touchdown. Currently, the Raiders lead by a touchdown, seven to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Moving on from the Carolina Panthers, outside linebacker Hassan Reddick leads in Pro Bowl voting for his position. And Matt Rule in a press conference earlier today praised Cam Newton, but also left the door open for Sam Darnold to regain his starting job. Elsewhere in the league, Bucks receiver Chris Godwin has tours ACL and is out for the season. Broncos quarterback Teddy Bridgewater is in concussion protocol. The Washington football team has some COVID issues as seven assistants and an all-pro guard and Brandon Scherf is on the reserve list. And former NFL MVP Lawrence Taylor is facing felony charges after failing to report an address change because he's a registered sex offender. And wrapping it up for Major League Baseball, the Oakland A's hire Matt Mark Kotze as their new GM. That's going to do it for your 94th of the game sports update. I'm Ben Byram, now back to Patrick Johnson. 
So that ODU Tulsa is the only game today. I think Tulsa just scored, so it's like 30 to 10 now at this point. Tomorrow is uh, Kent State at Wyoming in Boise, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Throw out the records. Uh, I actually think tomorrow night's game is going to be pretty decent. Uh, Texas San Antonio to San Diego State, that'll be a good game tomorrow. Both teams are or have been in the top 25 for parts of this year, so that's I, a good one. I just got word from the ref that uh, Texas San Antonio is out with uh, missing 10 starters for that game. So Is that right? Because who knows? Of, Maybe uh, it won't be as good. Injuries or COVID, or do we know? Mixture, we know? I'm hearing. Mixture. Mixture. I, I got you. By the way, other than Chill Phil, who cares tonight about, uh, what is it, Vikings-Bears? Yeah, I, I might be asleep Wolf. during that one. Other, other than... Chill Phil and degenerate gamblers. Who cares? Who cares? Fantasy nerds. Other than that, who cares? All right. Uh, we're going to break uh, another chance for tickets. Uh, we'll do another four-pack if you're so inclined. 252-561-GAME. 252-561-4263. And when we get back, uh, we'll have our pirate report. You can win tickets to tomorrow afternoon's ECU. Southern Miss basketball game at noon. If you're caller five right now, 252-561-GAPE, 252-561-4263. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. At Union Bank, we understand you live life on the go. That's why our banking options are designed to serve you wherever you are. Meet with us in person at one of our local branches, complete banking tasks on the go from the mobile app, or bank from your office with convenient remote deposit and cash management services. Whether you're managing a busy schedule or an entire business, we're right there with you with helpful tools. Call or visit us online at UnionBankNC. At Union Bank, we're everywhere you need us to be. Union Bank, member FDIC and equal housing lender. I'm Tim Sutton from Greenville Auto World. Trucks, 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 two-wheel drives, four-wheel drive, extended cabs, crew cabs, you name it, we have it. Late model, low mileage, all brands. 15 lenders to choose from for all of your financing options. Plus, we customize tires, rims, lift kits on site, no matter how large or small the job is. For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is the home of the best margaritas. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Tuesday for the Gulp of Mexico, a huge 46-ounce lime margarita for only $6.99. On Thursdays, relax and enjoy half-priced pitchers of Chico's house margaritas. Choose from lime, strawberry, blood orange, raspberry, or peach. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and now available through DoorDash, featuring a half-gallon of the famous margarita mix to go for only $9.99. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. Dear past, present, and future football watchers, football is back, just how you remembered it. Tailgates with an ice-cold Pepsi in hand, totally back. That between-play sprint to the fridge for more Pepsi is back, baby. (laughs) I've really missed this. Anyways, consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first, courtesy of Pepsi. That haircut appointment, your mom told us you look great, so you should probably reschedule 
Seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages. It's been so long. Nope, sorry, Susan. Not if it's on Sunday. Long story short, after the year we've all had, we think you can use a little football watching. So crack open a Pepsi and cheer your football watching face off. With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. <sighs> That's what I like. Hi, this is Billy Parker from Parker's Barbecue. Did you know that we cater? Let us cater your next private event, church gathering, or backyard party. From traditional pig pickings to regular chopped barbecue, Parker's has anything you need. Parker's, where you're always treated like family. Your home of the ECU Pirates, Dan Patrick and Adam Gold. 94.3 The Game, Eastern Carolina's home for sports. And now, back to the P-Man. Back, back, back. The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Mm-hmm. Hang on, Ben. I'm looking for the sheet. Do you know what sheet I'm speaking of? It was in here. Ah, here it is. Today's Pirate Report is presented to you by Bill Clark Holmes. Bill Clark Holmes personifies pirates supporting pirates, the Seahorse Steakhouse, where you will always get Danny's Steaks and Mama's Cakes and by Barbara Hendrick Honda at the Point of Greenville Boulevard and Memorial Drive. Also, by Eastern Plumbing, setting the standard for quality service for over 15 years. Learn more at easternplumbingonline.com. Coach Houston talking some bowl game uh, stuff today. Of course, ECU and uh, Boston College. We know what we didn't announce in the early goings our plans for the bowl game. We've not done that officially, have we? We have not. We'll this has that, all been kind we'll, of uh, off the air kind of talk here. We'll make this official in our pirate report because we announced it this morning. So next Monday on the uh, 27th, that morning, the Big Hen, the Hall of Famer himself, Henry Hinton from the Pirate Club Hotel in Annapolis, Maryland, will be broadcasting. I will not be there with him. I'm going to be hosting, along with Terrence Copper and our entire crew, our Pirate Game Day countdown for Bush Light. And that is presented uh, to you, of course, by our friends at Bush Light. It'll be live from the original Tiebreakers. So we'll be at uh, Tiebreakers. In Greenville for uh, the show from 11 to 1.30 next Monday. So that's the plan. I like it. I love that I like spot. It. This is perfect. I'm excited. So, Ben, we'll have to get you out there after it's over because uh, we were, were going to try to do something a little nice for the crew with lunch and all that. So oh, no, I was planning on watching the game there, so you beat okay, me to it. Okay, so it all, it all works out. You'll be able to come out there afterwards, right? Yeah. Of course, I would have missed this game for the world. Sounds good. All right, uh, here we go. So that's our plan. Uh, Pirate game day countdown fueled by Bush Light from Tiebreakers, the original Tiebreakers. Uh, and uh, we'll be there from uh, 11 a.m. to 1.30 on uh, Monday, next Monday. We'll go through uh, more of the details throughout the week on that. I get a quick right, pool game in there. You might. This is Coach Houston on uh, getting the young guys reps in practice at extra practices uh, during the bowl season. You know, the first, that first, uh, you know, we took a little bit of time right after the Cincinnati game, and those first practices, you know, that week and a half there to start, um, 
you know, really the older guys didn't get many reps. Uh, the young guys got a lot of reps. We had a lot of individual time with them. Uh, we hit, did some periodic, uh, you know, kind of live scrimmages, them running our offense and running our defense. And so uh, I think it was really good to get, uh, you know, get a chance to coach. Uh, some of those guys have been kind of away from their position groups a lot this fall. So it was good to get a chance to coach those guys. And I talked to a lot of them about that. You know, just you need to take advantage of this month. And uh, this is Mike Houston uh, talking about some of the young guys that stood out from those aforementioned practices. I think you saw some of you know why you thought Troy could play here. I thought you saw some of that. I think he needs more development physically, uh, but you saw some of that stuff from a guy like him. I think you know I think Kerry King, who you know first half of the season was injured, uh, played just a little bit. Uh, I think he's really come on during this bowl practice, uh, and you know excited about. Uh, you know, possibilities for him, you know, getting on the field and helping us. Richard Pierce on the offensive line, getting a chance to have Shank spend time with him. I think Isaiah Foote, he played some this year, but got, he got a lot of reps uh, during this bowl practice time, really seeing him come on. Now he's looking more and more like a guy that's ready to, to be possibly a starting offensive lineman in this league. You know, Pop was really coming on the second half of the season, and, you know, you started thinking that, you know, he's got a chance to, uh, you know, be ready to play in the bowl game, really be a guy that's really ready to play by next year. He tweaked his hamstring and has missed, you know, virtually the entire, all, all the practice. And so that's, that, that's been frustrating. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, speaking of Pop McKay there, uh, we're going to have Donnie Kirkpatrick. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow or the next day, but I know we're going to have Donnie uh, this week. So we'll ask him about some of those guys on the offensive line. There's a ton of things to talk about with him. He'll join us later this week. Uh, this is uh, Mike Houston scouting the BC Golden Eagles. I think big, physical, strong, uh, very well coached. Um, obviously, the quarterback is, you know, going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the country next year. I think he's projected to be, you know, first, second round draft pick. Um, you know, they're going to ball control, try to ball control us, uh, try to line up, and um, they're going to try to run up and line up and run over us, and then they're going to play action, seven-man protect, and he's going to throw the ball about 70 yards down the field to that little fast receiver number four. So I, I just think it's going to be a, a tremendous challenge for us defensively to try to, to try to you know get their offense off the field. Um, and I think on the other side, you look defensively, they're built to complement that. I think they're number one pass defense in the ACC, number four nationally, big up front. Their kids play really, really hard, uh, really, really aggressive. Um, you know, just make you kind of work for everything you get. And that's, you know, kind of that's what you think when you think of what Boston College, you know, a Massachusetts team, that's kind of what you think they would be like. And that's what they are. I think, you know, Coach has done a great job of, you know, kind of his identity and the identity of that region. You know, that's what this team looks like. All right. Uh, and, Ben, you said it very well in your update. In case you missed it, you know what season it is. Preseason baseball ranking season. Oh, God. ECU's baseball team picked up its first preseason national ranking. Its first preseason national ranking. Number eight in collegiate baseball's fabulous 50 preseason poll. You should be number one. 
Number eight. Let me repeat that. The first preseason national, first preseason national ranking. Number eight in the collegiate baseball fabulous 50 preseason poll. The only poll that matters is the postseason poll, all right? Did Cliff Godwin tweet out that everybody to ignore this? <laughs> That's his go-to. That's team. why I said it. Ignore That's it. his go-to line. Ignore it. Ignore this. Never happened. All right. <sighs> okay. We uh, we haven't even played the bowl game yet. We've already got the first preseason national ranking out for baseball. What time to be alive. It'll be here All before right. you know it. Oh, don't I know it. All right. We'll take a break, and we will come back. Uh, with uh, a wrap-up of today's big shoe and maybe a final from the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Update me on that. And then, uh, Ben, will you give us an update on the NFL's uh, game going on? What is it, Cleveland and? Cleveland and the Raiders. Oh, Cleveland and the Raiders. Classic matchup. All right, so uh, an update on all of that when we uh, come back and uh, a little bit of a goodbye for you today as we wrap things up, lead you into the Joe Dooley Show. A moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. This is David Hollinger, managing partner of Greenville, North Carolina's Texas Roadhouse. Looking for a gift opportunity with no supply chain issues? Give a Texas Roadhouse gift card this season. Texas Roadhouse is offering you a special opportunity. For every $30 purchase of gift cards, you will receive a $5 coupon. For every $100 purchase of gift cards, you will receive a $20 coupon. Also, inquire about designing your own gift card from Texas Roadhouse. And here's more good news from Texas Roadhouse. Your favorite restaurant is opening for lunch for the holidays. Texas Roadhouse will have special hours starting December 24th through New Year's Eve. That's right. That week you can enjoy Texas Roadhouse for lunch and our great meals during the day until New Year's Eve. Texas Roadhouse special hours will begin noon every day from December 24th through New Year's Eve. We will be closed Christmas Day so our employees can spend the day with their families. Otherwise, we're looking forward to seeing you and your family at Texas Roadhouse for our special lunch hours beginning at noon December 24th. For years, Callie Ann Phelps has been singing about Phelps Chevrolet. Phelps Chevrolet is the one for you. Low, low prices, service too. See the big dealer right away. Carolina's finest, Phelps Chevrolet. And you'll agree with what Skyler Phelps has to say. Nobody beats Phelps Chevrolet's prices. Nobody. The name you can depend on. Phelps Chevrolet. Get you one. Finally, we're back to traveling for the holiday season. Save time, fly local at flypgv.com. Whether you're flying to see family or having a family vacation, Pitt Greenville Airport and American Airlines can get you to Charlotte, then anywhere on the map. Save holiday time by parking right at the PGV terminal. Save time with short lines and ticketing and security. Save time by not driving an hour and a half to a big city airport. Check out the competitive rates offered at aa.com and support your local Pitt Greenville Airport this holiday season. 
This year, U.S. Cellular is making a big deal out of the holidays. You can choose any phone from any brand free. That's right, any phone you see in our store is free. And get unlimited data for our best price of the season. Just $30 a month per line with four lines. Feel the locally grown joy from U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Limited time offer. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Then what do we got score-wise? 7-0 to Raiders still. This is quite a ball game. Yeah. How about that Myrtle Beach ball? 30 to 17, the Golden Hurricane. What was the line on that? Get somebody to look that up. Tulsa was favored by none. I got Philip in my mm. ear giving me all the gambling. No, he needs here. to. Yeah, needs to do that. Uh, was Jake Paul the favorite going into that? Travesty sham mockery of a fight, the Travis sham mockery Absolutely. of a, yeah. a fight against Woodley. Yep. Is Woodley a tomato can or did he do a did he take a dive? Woodley was a UFC champion. So he, he took a dive, right? No, he didn't take a dive. Woodley's not known for being this great striker. So Okay. Yeah, well, just, I mean, yeah kind of out of his elbow. He got knocked out though, right? Yeah. Legit knocked out? Yeah. Um, he uh, he already kind of fought Woodley. I mean, he already fought Jake Paul and lost the first uh, fight. And uh, he took the fight on two weeks' notice because a uh, boxer pulled out. So, wait, wait notice t- there. Are, are we taking Jake Paul seriously or what? Uh, once he fights a real boxer, I think people would take him seriously. Okay. Which he tried he to do. He US- tried to do coming into this fight, but the guy pulled out. Right. So. But he fought a UFC champ and he knocked him out. Yeah, uh, for some reason, people don't think that's legit. So he's got to do more. I, I look at it this way: a, a pro boxer, five fights into his career, fights worse fighters than what Jake Paul has fought. Say that again. A pro boxer, a normal pro boxer, including your Floyd Mayweather's, your Muhammad Ali's, your Mike Tyson's, five fights into their pro career, fight worse fighters than Jake Paul has fought five fights into his career. Okay. There's guys that literally get paid to lose. They're called setup guys in boxing. And that's who guys like Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather fight in their first 10 fights. So that's what normal boxers do. All right. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm asking from a total outsider's perspective. No, no, I'm just, I, I'm not upset or anything. I'm just explaining how this works. This is the boxing game, unfortunately. I mean, when Jake Paul's your biggest star, that is kind of unfortunate, isn't it? Boxing is in bad shape right now. Yeah. 
Whether we want to, it's got to be. Whether they want to admit it or not, it's in bad shape. That's a that's a gotsta situation. Yep. All right, ECU basketball tomorrow at noon, eleven thirty airtime on ninety four three the game, and on one hundred seven point nine WNCT. We are going to have complete post game for you tomorrow on a uh, fresh live edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. And uh, chance we have Donnie Kirkpatrick tomorrow. We might have him Wednesday. We'll have him one of the two days. I know that. So that'll be coming up. Ben, you there? Did we lose the music? Oh, the tune ran out. We've switched tunes. I got you. All right. I think Jake Paul was clubbing to this afterwards, maybe. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. All right. Uh, thanks to Jim Zoki for being on today. Big thanks to uh, the crew, Ben Byram, Philip the Ref Pilkington, Chill Phil. You guys have a great rest of your night. Joe Dooley, radio show. Coming straight up, top of the hour. See you tomorrow.